time once again for our broadcast, Good News and Better News, where we spend just a few moments advancing the theory that life really does not suck. And now, here is our host, author, screenwriter, and podcastman, Jonathan Richard Kring. I have a... Good morning, by the way. Afternoon? Evening? I have a... Occasionally, viewed myself as an angel of mercy and even have the scars to prove it. I think in some way we all have the inclination to comfort those who are in distress. But then we must hang around and listen to the excuse for their problems, realizing that many of their dilemmas have muscled themselves to the forefront just to create a pity party gone wild. What causes the greatest source of self-pity? It's when we all want to be considered good people, even when we're bad. I will go as far to say that the only assured way to offend anyone is to tell them you don't think they're a good person. First come some curse words, and then the tears begin to flow You'll start to hear stories explaining their position and reciting why they believe themselves to be just as good as the next. I've watched many a movie where a villain has even been proclaimed basically a good person who had a lot of bad breaks. But the truth of the matter is, And to honor that truth, we must declare, you don't have to be good to get better. But you really do need to get better. We want to be good because we don't want to have to do anything to get better. But you don't have to be good to really need to get better. If you're waiting to get an award for being good, then you will likely never get better. And the lack of getting better makes any good you've done seem a little suspicious or, or maybe even unlikely. The present human population walking around nowadays with its continual acceptance of mediocrity may just want to call everything good. But this fails to foster any self-awareness that might cause us to actually try to find ways, you know, to be better. And trying to get better just seems to scare the shit out of us. 
So let's just call everybody good. You're good. Yeah, yeah, you're good right there. I know you're a good person. You're basically a good person. Everyone sees the good you do. It feels like putting an ointment on a dried out crusty scab. It feels good for a minute. But it comes from a very dark place. Feeding a sinister monster in the human heart. And that monster screams at the top of its lungs. Leave me alone! I'm not that bad! And that monster in us that wants to be good makes three demands. I must have respect. That's number one. Number two, I must be given opportunity. Number three, I must be granted a second chance. I must have respect. I must be given opportunity. I must be granted a second chance. No, just stop and think about all three of those. Because you and I know no one gets respect who is not willing to give it out to others. And respect may be the last thing you get after you've already proven that you're worthy of such a noble consideration. Respect kind of lands in your mailbox two days later than you thought it should. And by the by the way, opportunity does not land on everyone. So when it does come our way, we should be in awe. We should, wow! I'm going to get to do that. Instead of sitting around complaining about why things took so long and I was expecting a little bit more than this. And even though a second chance sounds very nice, it is not always provided. Ouch, ouch, ouch. Sometimes the dust and the trash of our first efforts continue to hang in the air as a remembrance of our foolishness. The man who sticks his arm into the machine and loses it does not grow another arm. His second chance will come with his one arm. Yet, I don't think. You could write a modern movie today, not any kind of script, without proclaiming that everyone deserves respect. God damn it, everyone should get opportunity. Come on, you hypocrites. Give people a second chance. For if I call you good... Don't you have to do the same for me? Ah. Believing in respect, opportunity, and second chances. Believing in respect, opportunity, and second chances classifies you nowadays as a good person, which also opens the door for everyone in their own way to be equally as good as you are. In the process, good 
has lost all definition. Good has become a trash can instead of a doorway to new understanding. We let, a, we let almost anything through that door. So we need to stop complaining about how the neighborhood's going to crap. We get better when we realize that we often don't start off good. It isn't a rite of passage. It isn't a a birthright. It isn't a, a racial issue. It isn't a male and female condition. For instance, first time I ever played a piano. Ooh, I hit more sour notes than correct ones, but I, I didn't. I, I, I didn't want anybody to tell me that. I was seven years old, and I wanted to hear, "Not bad, nice gun." It was really, really great to hear. Unfortunately, all the people that said these things to me never gave me any true help in becoming a real piano player. They just felt good about telling me I'm good so they can wait for me to come back and say, you're good too, and that person over there is good. Everything's, everything's good. So this has become the new standard of good in America. I'll call you good if you call me good so we can both be good even though there's not much good about it. But I must, or maybe I shall warn you, this is not how the real game is played. And even though you may be uncomfortable with it, this thing we're doing on earth, this living, is a game. How do I know it's a game? Because it has rules, it demands we compete, and it has winners and losers. Can I repeat that? It has rules, it demands we compete, and it has winners and losers. Can I get a witness? Since it's a game, since it's a game. And because it's a game, you don't get points for just unpacking it from the box or learning the rules or having a real nice table to play it on. The game, is lo the game of life is, which is not feeling the need to be good to get better, begins with I think it begins with number ones. Show up ready to play. Hey, I see you showed up. Are you ready to play? You look like you're ready to play. Glad you showed up. Don't come in discussing how you got cheated in the last game. Don't come in arguing about the rules. Don't wonder if it would be, if, if it would be all right if you could put forth a little less effort today because... You're not feeling well, but you would like to get the same reward. Is that possible? Be ready.
to play. Be ready to play. How do I know if I'm ready to play? How do I know if I'm prepared to deny my need to be good so I can get better? I suppose there's many answers to that, but I know one sure way. If you don't have a sense of humor about yourself, you will never succeed. And what does it mean to have a sense of humor about yourself? Here it is. I can hear people laughing about my mistakes and laugh with them instead of breaking down in tears. This confirms that you showed up ready to play the game. And now that you showed up ready to play, how do you play? I think you let your skill do the talking. You know, that, that would be the second thing. Let your skill do the talking. This is important. The more you try to explain what you do or how good it is or who likes it and who thinks you're wonderful and here's your letters of recommendation, the more, the more you kind of sound like a loser. Well, maybe at least desperate. Walk in. Say nothing. Do your stuff. Let it stand. Say it out. Say it with me. Walk in. Say nothing. Do your stuff. Let it stand. It is your skill that will kill. It is your skill. It has nothing to do with what you say or how confident and sure you are yourself. It is your skill that will kill. And I think finally, if you're going to play the game, the third thing is take the praise that may come your way for good work. Take the praise that may come your way and turn that praise into more opportunity. Don't use praise as an ointment for your ego or a final confirmation of your excellence. Instead, tell people, if you like what I did, give me another chance. If you like what you heard, come on, let me speak. If you believe in me, let me do what I do more often. Praise is cheap. Even in church it is. God, for instance, who's a lot smarter than we are, is not nearly as interested in our praise as much as he desires to see us allow him, allow him to have more opportunities to be involved in our lives and in our hearts. You, you just don't have to be good to get better. I, I think that should make you shout hallelujah. Unless you grew up in the U.S. of America over the past 50 years, often needing to have a status as the definition for your quote. Where being valued is 
more important than creating value and where appreciation becomes an uncomfortable definition for love. Listen. Listen to me now. Don't give me respect. Instead, let me show up and prove that I'm ready to play. Don't don't plop out some opportunity in my direction unless you see my skill and you can see what I can do and you know I can deliver. And don't give me a second chance. If I'm worthy, just grant me another quality opportunity. I, I don't need your approval. Just what I need is a way to stay in the game. For the good news is, life is a game with winners and losers. And the better news is, the sooner you and I realize it, the quicker we can actually win. That's it for today. Stay tuned next week when we will gather once again and find ways to put the pin back in the grenade. Be sure to subscribe and follow us on social media and at goodnewsandbetternews.com.